Shut up and sit down. Hey everybody, welcome to the KF Podcast. Uh, this is a special edition coming at you here today, YouTube edition of our show, a show that only me and Justin have watched. We're going to be talking about um, the show on Epics or on Amazon called From. Uh, it's just me and Justin today. Hello. And we're discussing this show because... Um, so this show is done by some of the creators of Lost. And as probably people probably know from me, I'm a big Lost fan. Justin knows I'm a Lost fan. You are one of the biggest Lost fans I know. Oh, yeah. Love it. Um, and this show was also, I think, produced by the Russo brothers. Yes, they were involved. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of people involved in, in, in this show, good people involved in this show. It's called From. It's on Epics. Um, if you don't have the Epics app, I think if you have Amazon Prime, you can just add on the addition for like $4.99. Or you can do the seven-day trial. Just do the seven-day trial. There's nothing else on Epics you want to watch, trust me. I, yeah, I haven't found anything yet. I didn't have an opportunity to do a seven-day trial. My My upfront deal was... Uh, three months for 99 cents a month and then the regular price after that so yeah i just gotta cancel it soon (laughs) yeah yeah so that's not too bad so you can get deals and stuff like that and add it on i just did it through amazon did you actually do it on the epics app no i did i did mine through amazon yeah and it's not too bad and um the show is 10 episodes so the general premise of this show which, if you're watching this, I assume that you've probably seen the show. So there are spoilers ahead here. Tons of spoilers. But um, the general premise of the show is there's a town that's kind of like in the middle of nowhere. And the way you find this town is no matter where you're at in the world, or really just the United States, it looks like most of these people. So so far, I don't believe we've so had far. anybody outside the United States. You're driving and you get lost, which is ironic. You get lost to get on from. And then you come across a tree in the road that kind of like barricades the road so you can't go any further. And then when you get out to look at the tree, look at the damage, you see some crows. A lot of crows. A lot of crows. And then no matter what you do next, it seems, if you, you can't go forward. So as soon as you try to go backwards or or reverse and find another road or another way you always end up on this street which takes you through this small looks like a small midwest town something like that like a really really small town there's one bar one gas station one diner one post office little medical center and about what six houses yeah something like that you know and then a big house on a hill a colony house as they call it and you never get out of the town. You just start going straight, and you just basically end up – you never even really go in a circle. You're just driving straight, but you keep going through like it, you're in a loop. Yeah, it kind of seems like the, the Pac-Man board where you just yeah. you drive straight, and That's then analogy. you drive for like an hour, and then all of a sudden you come you're, – you're driving into the town again. I didn't even think it was maybe an hour. It seemed not it, that – 
it was hard to tell. It didn't seem like it was that long while you're watching the show, but I know they talked about people driving around for eight hours, the same loop for yeah. eight hours. It's um, it's a little long, and the road goes on for a little bit. It looks like you go past some train tracks, and you get out deep in the woods, and then you're just kind of looping around. And then the people there who live in this town all follow a sheriff. The sheriff's name is Harold. How do you say Harold's last name? Pernier or something like that? Uh, I just call him Michael from Lost. Pernier. Okay, because he was Michael on Lost. That's how I knew him. That's how I got into it because I saw it on a Lost uh, board that I'm in. Um, He's the sheriff. And the thing with these people at night is they have to basically go in their homes, shut the doors, lock the windows, lock the doors, close the blinds, touch this talisman that hangs on the door. Because at night, these things come out of the woods and or come out of wherever and kind of they look like human beings. They knock on your window. They try to get you to open the window. If you open the window, open the door, they come in and they turn into demons and they basically Just eviscerate you. Eat you. They eat it's you. Gross. They tear you limb from limb. There's nothing left of you except for like your spine and a couple ribs and your, your face. I mean, it's really gross. So um, I'm not – at first I thought these creatures were vampires because of the coming out at night. Um, you have to invite them in, you know, that's vampire lore. That's vampire 101, like inviting people in, coming out at night and like consuming human flesh, blood. You know what I mean? But the the blood, yes. The flesh, no. It depends. I've seen some vampire lore where like some just drink blood, some like actually eat a human. You know what I mean? There's, there's ranges of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, some of the other stuff, because I read a lot of books that have a bunch of these supernatural creatures in them. So I've been trying to, like, think about all the different books I've read and all the different creatures I've read about. Uh And I've tried to place, like, lore, and I can't nail it down to a a single entity. So this seems to be, um, unless they do something, you know, shocking in, in season two and reveal what they are, um, at this point, I think it's something... It's it's a wholly original creature made up for the show. Yeah, because they they move slow. Number one, they look the weird thing about them. Number one is that they look like regular people. Yeah. And not only do they look at real people, but they look like they're time displaced. Yes. Like there's a 50s mailman, a milkman, a, a, a business lady. Uh, you know, a young kid, like there's all, it's not like one certain person or one certain type and they don't look beat up. Like they don't come out wherever they're at. They're not coming out dirty and tattered. Like, you know, they're living in some hole somewhere. They come out pretty clean and normal looking until they turn. And then they look very demonic and they have like sharp teeth, long fingernails, and they don't seem to move too fast. They don't chase you. They kind of slow stalk walk. Towards yeah, because it's it's kind of like Michael Myers and, and Jason. They don't need to run because there's nowhere you can go. Yes. The other thing with them is the only offensive we seen towards them was a gunshot to the chest and a gunshot to like the stomach, I think, or yeah, shoulder, stomach, shoulder, whatever, and it had no effect. Uh, it, it pushed them I, back a little bit. And 
I think that's my biggest gripe with the show is that the way, you know, we think and the way we work with all the shit that we watch. You said you went back and looked at lore. I watched 15 seasons of Supernatural. I started rattling <laughs> off in my head. Have we tried decapitation? Have we tried fire? Did we try the bullet to the head? Did we try a silver bullet? Did we, tr- you know, there's so many things you should have tried. Did we try any of this shit? We just shot them once in the shoulder and we're like, fuck it, nothing works on them. You know what yeah. I mean? But, yeah, they're, I, I don't understand. The other thing with them is they appear to be very smart. And they appear to know everything about everyone in the town. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which, so I... So I don't know if there's some kind of weird psychic link where they just pick up on on things or. Yeah, I mean, so one of the. The new family, I guess, that that comes to town that kind of starts the show. Yes. Um, they start. So that family is, is the father is Jim. Uh, it's Jim Matthews, Tabitha Matthews. And then the little boy, Ethan, uh, and the daughter, Julie, and the daughter, Julie. They're the first ones you actually see do the experiment where they drive around, can't get in. They wreck into that other dude and that guy, Jade, who's from New York. So it was like two cars coming in at once. Appeared from opposite directions is what it seemed like. Yeah, because when they turned around and went back the other way is when they ran into them. Yeah. And they're the new family that comes in. So you see it kind of through their eyes and you see the process of like when they see a car, they're like at the first stage is you have to let people drive around first so that they can see there's no way out. You can't tell them. Now, I think with some people, it's different because if you come early in the morning, you got all day to sort of figure this out. If you come right before sundown, then they got to do a little bit more drastic, which we saw later on the show. Like you're about to get killed. You need to come with us now. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're, you're kind of seeing it through our eyes, all the questions that they ask of like, they don't believe it. You know, they got to kind of experience it for themselves. Yeah. And w- one of the one of the questions that finally gets written down is, did we survive the crash? Right. So is, you know, is this some kind of weird purgatory or hell? <laughs> yeah. That that they're in. Um instead of just being trapped in whatever creepy town this is. Yeah. And the other weird thing with it is with this town is they have electricity and running water and heat. Like they have hot water. Yeah. But they find out that none of the wires in any of the, in any of the appliances are actually real. They're just fake cords. Right. So it, it gives them the ability. It's a good twist because it gives them the ability that, Okay, they can have lights and they can have lights on, but you can't like um charge your phone. Yeah. Because you can't plug anything in. So, that was an interesting twist. Is that Yeah, when that when that's discovered, when they when they find out that the that the electricity isn't actually real electricity. Yeah. Um, Cause like you can, if you had a phone that you brought in, you can't really charge it anywhere that you can't plug in any kind of personal item. So if you brought a TV, you wouldn't be able to plug it into the wall to turn it on. Cause all the plugs are like a weird plug. 
and there's no like real wires in them. They just kind of go, which we saw later on in the last episode. They just kind of hang in a tunnel underneath. Yeah, so they, which which is weird because that must mean that they're getting some form of energy from there somehow. Because they also have water. They have running water. They're taking showers and stuff, you know. Yeah. And it's clean water, so it's not like it's well water. So you wonder, and you know, and then they're taking showers. So they must have some sort of hot water tank or something that heats the water, you know, like you would it's think. really weird. And I don't understand, like I was a little confused. Like at first I thought like, are they getting food? Is that how they have a diner open? Like, do they get deliveries? Like where are they getting that from? But it turns out like, they're just kind of like making their own food and stuff. Yeah. They've got, they found some animals in the woods at, at one point, like goats and chickens and which just show up. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Which a lot of this, and that's the, that's the cool breakdown with it, is before Boyd, who's played by the actor from Lost, uh, Harold, um, before Boyd and his family show up, none of this structure's in place. Yeah. It's just like a feeding frenzy. You have to basically hide from these creatures. They're hiding underground, which I don't know how they build those deep-ass holes and got a... Yeah. And, and made that so perfect in a day. You know what I mean? They, they make like a, a hole and hide in it. And it has a nice grass canopy covered. There wouldn't be dirt to look like, you know, oh, look, they must have dug right here. But um, they're kind of hiding and, and basically just surviving for a while. And you don't really know how long that goes on for. Because the creepy guy from the colony house. Now, there's two groups of people. There's the people in colony house who live up on the hill. It's like a hippie commune. Yeah, they're just doing drugs and drinking and having good drinking moonshine. And then you have the people who live in this like community. Um, But yeah, like it was just mass chaos until Boyd showed up, went into the woods, went actually looking for answers and found those talismans. Yeah. And then he learned that the talismans, if you hang them on the door, people can't get in. What I was interested in with that is who ran the test on that? You know what I mean? Like his theory when he's in the cave and like there's a canopy in front of the cave and he realized, well, I got these talismans. That's why they could come in. Who ran the test the first night to be like, OK, let's put one in a home and shut the door and see if they don't kill us. You know what I mean? My guess is it was him. Probably him his family. Yeah. Which that's well, a hell of a test. You know what I mean? And yeah, I mean, depending on how spoiler we want to go but because when he comes back with the talismans, he kind of doesn't have yeah, family no. anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we get, we're all spoilers here. He comes back and his wife's kind of losing her mind, shooting townspeople, and then she goes to kill their son and he kills her. Yeah, because she thinks that they're in a dream, asleep in a dream yeah. and they just need to wake up. So um, that's why his son doesn't talk to him anymore because, you know, it's totally his dad's fault. Typical teenager bullshit, you know? Yeah. Like, would you want your dad to do there? So Boyd's really the answer to a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's got a military background. He was very organizational. He, he, you know, they started doing inventory of their supplies and keeping things in central locations. Yeah. Um, and it, at the start, he, I remember during his speech when he was first getting started, them talking about, you know, nobody sleeps in the same place twice. We got to keep these things thinking. But then it kind of turns into when they find the talismans that you just got to hunker down in, in a house. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you have rules. You have to lock all your windows. You have to nail them down. If you have a yeah, kid you have, staying there, 
kids they yeah, yeah they want you to the little girl in the be- beginning is a dummy and opens the door and gets eviscerated by a, a thing claiming to be her grandma and that's the cool thing about like i said before they are smart that they are like at the window tempting you yeah telling mani- you things you want to hear and trying to you get know, you to come out we got to i think it was episode um eight and i think it was episode eight uh, which one was it? When um the colony house gets attacked. Oh yeah 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 because of the idiot. <laughs> I don't even yeah. remember which I don't even remember what his was, name was. It was episode seven. It was whatever that one guy who gets to the window and 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 Kevin was his name. Yeah. And the girls talking to him. He's leaving flowers for her. So they're very manipulative. Like, she had a total plan, that monster. Like, I'll let this guy think I like him. And she also knew everything about them. Like, she said, like, you know, we know who's in there. We know what's going on. And that was a cool scene. That was a scary scene, I thought. Yeah, yeah. They, they all come talk- in and they're just all creepy looking. Well, not one dude. That The grin on his face as he's walking around is just. Yeah, like a Joker grin. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. he kind of reminded me of the new the actor that's playing the new Joker. <laughs> he did. He also reminded me of the guy that played the Joker in the in the TV show Gotham. Yes. Um. So that was interesting. Like that, you know, which made me think. I wonder if Boyd ever, being how smart he is, Boyd's not the kind of guy now that's going to be like pers- persuaded by one of these to open a window. You know, he's not dumb. So I wondered why, or if he ever did do it is sit in front of the window at night and just have a conversation with them. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Um you would think you would take like a, a council of people from the town and be like we're going to open this locked window. Like, okay, what do you want? Why are you after us? Why are we here, you know? What are you? What are you? Cuz I kind of feel like that a lot of people, going back to what we said before about the town and how, the, how these monsters look, I feel like people that come in this town, you either end up the food or you end up the hunter. Because it looks like people from all walks of life who also kind of got lost there, who aren't from there, as they say. So I wonder if like you come in, if you come in one way, you end up one of those creatures. Because, you know, at the end of the show, we find out that the creatures live underground. Yeah. So that's where they rest at night. So they hide during the day during the day. So underground has to lead to something. I wonder if they're put there somehow or, you know, in the season finale, Boyd gets bit by one of those spiders. It made me think, like, does getting bit by one of those spiders turn you into one of those creatures? You know, and, and now you're just consumed with that. But it kind of goes beyond, like, the whole, like, getting turned into it like you're a zombie. You don't have a choice. These things seem generally evil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The way and they're like, I'm your grandma. Open a window. It seems like, you know, how vampires are where you get turned. You become the demon. Well, the other, the so a couple couple things. One of the other creatures, and it's it's not a specific. Um, I, I I couldn't tell you a specific type, but the Fae, they're kind of tricksters. Um, they're into manipulation, and you know, not outright lying, but not telling you the truth and manipulating humans. Um, they have. Most Fae can put on in lore. I'm not. I'm not 
you know, saying that Faye exists. Maybe they do. Who knows? Anyway, um, most Faye have uh, what they call a glamour, where they would be able to make themselves appear to be human uh-huh. um, and change. So, you know, there there are a lot of different uh, species of Faye that I've read about that this could be. The other thing that I was wondering, when we started getting the the hints about um, the electricity and then that underground tunnel system, did you ever see the movie Cabin in the Woods? Yes. And yeah. I'm kind of wondering if that if if there if maybe there's something like that going on. Yes, that's a good theory. Is a lot of people think is this some kind of experiment? Yeah. Is or, there really? an appeasement to the gods like like there but, was in, in cabin in the woods yeah, yeah. <laughs> which cabin in the woods throws you because you feel like it's like well this is just like the government experiment on you and you feel like then you find out well there is monsters they're just working with them type thing so yeah, yeah. so there's that as well too i mean there's you know there's so many angles they could take it is it alien stuff you know, is it yeah. like aliens doing an experiment? Is it a dream state? Is it heaven and hell and purgatory? You know, is it some kind of pocket dimension? Yeah. Um, because yeah, you it's... saw clues at the end of like, you know, when Boyd goes looking. Now, so you have different factors. You have the one girl that gets the um, the messages in her brain. She gets she hears the voices in her head. Yes. Um, her name, Sarah. Sarah. Yeah, she's hearing voices. You don't know who she's talking to. It seems like these people know a lot of stuff, whoever's talking to her. Um, well, yeah, because, you know, they they knew they knew about the the priest's bag that he buried when he first yeah. got there. They told yeah. her about that. Um, when but they she can definitely has, see events going on. Yeah. Whether they're invisible and they can see things going on, there's definitely some sort of deeper mystery there to say the least yeah and they i mean they knew well and then when when boyd and sarah are on their walkabout (laughs) trying to find trying to find a way out she has another or she starts to get another message from a voice and goes into kind of a seizure and it turns out that it it seems like it was his wife hit boyd's uh wife trying to give sarah a message So, sorry, we had a little hiccup there. Um, we were talking about, we think that one of the voices was maybe Boyd's wife. Yeah. Maybe it is, or maybe these things have the ability to mip- manipulate that to make you trust them more. And, and that's possible, because Sarah Sarah didn't know her his wife um, yeah. before, before the incident. Um, and- or it's a whole nother, we could be on the beginning of so many different levels of people that are involved in this. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got you got the people that are I almost say the island every time like it's lost. You got the people in the town that are trapped there. You got the monsters. Then you might have the voices. It may be people that if you die there on the on the in the town, you end up like a ghost and you're talking to people. You know what I mean? Maybe. And then you got something in the woods grabbed their tent and and pulled them through the woods. I don't know if that was the monsters doing that or something new. Yeah, that was weird. Um, you got the spiders. The, you got a lighthouse. The dogs. Yeah, the weird dogs. Um, I mean, where do the animals come from? You know, yeah, they just yeah, show up. Um, we've we've jumped over a lot of stuff in this too. Um, there's the the whole uh, tree 
the the trees with the holes in them. Yeah, so the trees you can like. Hear me? Yeah, you can pass through the trees and you end up at any random place on the on the in the town. Yeah. Um. Which yeah, they gives th- which gives a lot of like backing to like pocket dimension type thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um. Because they they when um when Victor when Victor um, Victor is the one that's been there the longest. Yeah, he was the little he was a little kid when when um I guess the first incident happened really. Yeah. Um, and so he's been there the whole time, uh, in until he's a grown up. Um, yeah. He takes Ethan. Um, which is the new family's little boy out into the woods and shows him the tree where he throws a rock in it and it just kind of lands right behind them. Yeah. So he goes in the tree and it falls out of the sky about 15 feet away from the tree. Right. Um, which opens up another one is only Victor and Ethan see the little boy. Sarah does too. Sarah does too. Okay. You know, there's the little boy that, what is he? Because if you're hearing voices and heads and that's like ghosts talking to you, he can only be seen by certain people. There's so many levels of things in this show. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it's it's almost too much. I, I joked with I joked with you during this mm-hmm. that I wasn't actually enjoying the show, but I was interested to find out what the hell happened. Yeah. So I wanted to I wanted to finish it. And I feel like you get to the end of season one and I don't know any more than I did in episode one. Well, you do know a little bit more because you know, like, where, how he got to talismans. You know about, like, how, you know, more about the voices. You know about, you you see more about these creatures. You know, everything we just talked about, that they're smarter. You know, yeah. there's more characters in play. Obviously, the lighthouse has something to do with it. What's on the other side of that? There must be water because you heard, like, a ship coming in with, like, a horn. There well, must be, like, a what... harbor or something. I don't you know. remember you you mentioned lighthouse and I saw somebody online mention lighthouse. Did they actually show a lighthouse cuz I don't remember seeing one? Yes, they did. So there was the scene where um so first you hear that big loud horn sound which sounds like a harbor like a boat and yep. then a, a big light hit them when they were like in the tent, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then they get dragged when they're at the top of that hill and uh, she's like pulling Boyd up the hill. Sarah is when they look over the hill, you see a lighthouse like along like a there's like a bunch of rocks in a hillside and the lighthouse is right in there. And on the other side of it, it was just like pitch dark. But that's where you kept hearing this horn. And then the lighthouse was spinning around. And that's why the light was like on them for a little while. And, and like the lighthouse like you know blurs them in the face and then that's where the point where like the little boys like come this way because like it's get it's almost dark and the creatures are gonna come or whatever and she stuffs him in that tree yeah and then he and ends then he, up, in, he like ends up a, in like a well it, it, it a, looks well, like a well or like a, inside of like a chimney or a wall or something like that really weird yeah, yeah he's fully trapped so wherever they went to they're not there anymore like I feel like well, they at least meant- Boyd's not. We don't know if yeah. she stepped in the tree after him like she said she was gonna. I feel like they made it to the end of the level, kind of in a game. Like they made it to like a focal point. You know what I mean? And now he's not gonna know how to get back there. Like wherever he ends up. 
because that lighthouse is something and something's on the other end of that. If there's like a horn going, that's got to be a boat or water or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, you'd think. You but think. I, I also think as devious as this show is, it's going to be absolutely the opposite of whatever we think it is. Right. And then the other party that we haven't talked about yet is, you know, Jim Matthews starts trying to figure out, um, you know, is there someone with this radio? Can they radio someone, him and Jade, when they finally well, get – Yeah, we need – so Jade takes the radio from the – the post office, which is also the jail, yeah. which is, I thought was weird. Even in a little, like, one stoplight town, the post office and the jail being in the same building is weird. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. And the so, radio was already there because it was able to, like, charge and be plugged in. Yes. So it had worked. It was must have been an item that was previously there. <coughs> yes. Um, right? But the... Um, they couldn't get any signal. It was all just static. And so Jade, who is apparently a software developer that sold, he's, he's a rich, basically a rich asshole. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he gets the idea in his head to maybe try and, and get a signal out, but can't figure out how to get power to it. Yeah. Jim is an engineer. So he and Jim kind of start, um, working together, uh, not really willingly. I don't think, cause I don't really yeah. think they like each other. Um, well, Jade's but, a hard person to like. Oh yeah. He's, he's a jerk. Um, and you know, they, they start scavenging like real wire from anything that came into the town, uh, when the people showed up. So none of the yeah. wires, none of the wires in the town, are real and they don't be able to seem to tap into the power um, except for the lights and things. So um, they start scavenging wires from the, the cars and, and yeah. anything that was brought to the town so that they can make a real long extension cord so they can put this, so they can basically make an antenna up on the roof of colony house. Yeah. Um, Cause they think it's going to be able to get out over the trees and, and get a signal to somebody. And it does. Unfortunately, it's an almighty watcher. <laughs> so there's a couple of theories I saw about this. One person said it's, he thought it sounded like the bartender's voice. Like the bartender was warning her, hey, you better go get your wife. She's digging a hole. She better not do that. Um, but I don't think it was him. I think it's someone else. And, and again, I'm going to reference Lost again, like – this is so lost, like because like lost at this stuff for like they're trying to find the others on the other side of the island and they communicated them over the radio and they were like, hey, you know, just be cool. We won't kill you. And you're like, oh, no, you know, like it's very similar to that scene to me where, you know, they run into a boat of people that they think are going to save them. And they're like, we just want your kids, you know, and they're like, like there's so many scenes in that like loss of like you think you're getting help. But then it's really just another part of the story. That's why I think I like the show so much because it's like a new loss for me. I needed I needed something <laughs> new, you know, and that's what I'm getting with this is that layer of mystery where you think you're getting something and then you get like a whole new world. And and 
just like with watching Lost, by the time you were in season three, your world went like to this part of the beach to all this craziness. And I think that's where this show is going to be. We're like, we started with just the house and colony house, and now you have all these things. Like, there's much more to discover in that town and those woods that they're going to figure out, I think. Yeah, I mean, well, clearly we, we've got the underground. We've got the rest of the wilderness and the lighthouse. Um, and the underground, you can also see, uh, the throw it back to the monsters, is they were drawing on the walls. Yeah. And are, are you, so, they're, again, these things are very, like almost domesticated and smart like they have their i really feel like you're gonna almost see through the eyes of the monsters and how they live and survive compared to the the survive the people do you know what i mean like that would that would be a hell of a trip to take on season two it feels and i don't know if it's a season two thing yet or three but if if the human beings are dealing during the day with all these different things and they're finding ways, what are these creatures doing that they're drawing? You know, they're documenting something. It's not like, you know, what are they documenting? What are they doing? What do these tunnels lead to? I think they may open up a whole thing of like they're trapped there, too, and this is their way to survive. You know, like they got to eat people or they got to kill so many people, you know, like there's well, maybe there's, they're. Maybe they're only monsters at night, but that's the only way that they have to survive. Yeah, yeah. Because one of the one of the things that Sarah kept, you know, saying the voices were telling her was if she killed people, like or removed certain people, that they'd get to go home. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you wonder if the the monsters are just people that I don't know, at some point got trapped there or something. Yeah. And now this is the, the only way for them to survive. Yeah. Um, that at night you turn into a monster and you have to kill as many town people as you can. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know, but that would be, that'd be a hell of a switch for the show to all of a sudden completely switch perspectives and have it from the monster's point of view. Yeah. And see the one, like, you know, the girl and they're like, talking her into like go talk to the guy at the window and get him to let us in you know like i don't know i don't know where they're going to go with that but it's interesting to me that there's going to be more to that you know um one of the things that really that one of the things that bothers me about the show though is boy does offer that level of like authority there but there's so many things i would do if i was like leader of this group or came into this like some things are just too nonchalant who thought that that colony house was a good idea doing drugs and drinking partying all night ain't somebody's not going to screw up and like throw up outside or what if like they end up like catching something on fire you have nowhere to go you're just going to die in a house with smoke you can't go outside you can't open a window you know what i mean like it's just so carelessness it bothered me. Colony House bothered me so much. I'm like, you can't live like that. Like, you have to party during the day, and at night you have to like be secure, you know. Yeah. And and all this stuff around the house, like, I would have had every single window in all those houses boarded up. First of all, I wouldn't have let everybody have their own home and play house. Like, if you want to have that during the day, you can. But at night, we all sleep in like two or three buildings that the windows are all locked down. 
all boarded up shut. There's no accidental opening a window or doing anything like that. Because what if it rains at night and a tree branch comes through the window or a piece of hail or something like that? You know what I mean? Like, well, there uh, didn't there didn't seem to be storms until the end. Until the end, and they weren't like shocked that they were seeing a storm. Like, oh, we haven't never had a storm. They were like storm on the horizon. So I think they've dealt with storms before. Yeah, maybe. You know, because nobody was like. It's never stormed. You know, no one said anything like that. They're like, storm, when they saw it got, like, you know, alerted. And it's a big fucking storm, too. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I wonder if they have seasonal changes, if it's winter there sometimes. Yeah, because we don't, because there's only, there can't be more than maybe five, six days that take place across this ten episode. Yeah, it's very, season one. very short. Yeah, very short. But, um, yeah, I would have a lot of different laws and things. I'd be like, we're all going to sleep in these couple different places, and everyone's sleeping. There's no craziness. That way we don't have any incidents. No one's opening any doors. We have guards. You know, like, we're going to – we're sleeping in shifts. We're going to maintain order. None of this – you can get drunk and go pass out and accidentally open a fucking window or have your dumb daughter open it up. Like, none of this shit. And no digging holes. Uh, who thought digging a hole was a good idea? Like Tabitha. I kept saying to Sabra, this whole digging is going to be bad. This is going to lead to something bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty. Noble because even there. before we found out at the at the end in, in that episode, she starts digging like, you know, the way my mind works. I was like, well, you know, they've walked through the woods. They haven't really found any caves. They haven't really found any like buildings that these things. And I'm like, these things got to be underground. And she was like, why do you think they're underground? I'm like, where else would they be? Like, sunlight must bother them. I guarantee you they got to be underground somewhere. So she started digging that hole. I'm like, she's going to dig a hole right into their lair. They're going to come <laughs> up right through the damn hole, this dumb bitch. I know it's going to happen. But instead, she ran into, what, Edgar that was underneath there. Victor. Victor. Yeah, but he did around. say this is where they sleep. We got to get out of here. Yeah, but how are they not killing him? I, I don't know. So know. many things. So many things in this show are crazy. Yeah. But I do like it. I do enjoy it. I am looking forward to more seasons of it. This is the kind of show, I think, for your brain and the way you work, that you needed to find this show when it was done. Yeah. Like, I tell you about it, and I go, oh, it was on five years ago. And you go, oh, I'll go watch it. And all six seasons are on Hulu. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And then you, and then that way, in one week, you burn through all six seasons, and you're just like, oh, okay. And there's no mystery, you know, because now waiting a year to figure these things out, it's not – it doesn't register. Stuff like that doesn't register with people nowadays because you don't get a lot of that. That's why I think I like it. Because, again, it reminds me of, like, having to wait seasons for a show, and then you can speculate. You know, it's part of the fun. Yeah. And ult- ultimately, I, I think I do like the show, and I'm definitely looking forward to season two. Um, I just – I I like a little more closure. I'm not a big um, – I'm not a big uh, cliffhanger guy. Yeah. Um, I definitely want some more – a little more closure. Yeah. Um, than than what we got. Uh, so no, I was good. I was good with many more questions. That's exactly how I wanted to be. 
after season one. After season one, I lost. I was like, what the hell is happening? So that, I'm glad that's where I'm at now. This is something that years later, when you look back on it, you'll be like, no, I, I like the way they did that. Now that you have answers and you're happy, you'll be happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I got told that another one that we have to watch that's similar to this is uh, Midnight Mass. Okay, I've heard of that. It's on Netflix. It's kind of same thing. Instead of like a town, it's like an island people live on and weird shit happens on. So I'm going to watch. I'll let you know when I get to watch that. But we'll have to watch that one next and talk about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen a bunch of I've seen a bunch of trailers for this. It may actually I may have even marked it on my list on Netflix. Okay. Well, there you go. That's from. That's a breakdown. It's, More, it's a bizarre show. It is a bizarre show, but the acting is really good in it. It is. It, it's it's done well. Um, the the acting is good. The the you know the set designs are good. Um, it, it's it's a well it's it's well done. Like I said, I just wish I had a few more answers. I don't need the whole thing wrapped up. Just wish I had a few more answers. Just a little something to wet your noodle. Yeah. You want that noodle wet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand. It makes sense. So we'll see where it goes, and uh, we'll be here to talk about it. All righty. Sounds good. All right. And uh, thanks for listening to this nonsense and like, share, subscribe, all that shit. And we'll see you this week on the Pop Culture Week in Review.